Well, I've had somewhat of a rough spell in the last week, and that's not a common occurrence these days, so I figured I'd record a few of these depression journals. Hope everybody's doing okay out there. Today I'm going to talk about just how open and honest I am about my depression. <laughs> and it sounds like such a pat on the back. I don't mean it to be. I'm just keeping it real. But I'm also presenting a question that I don't think I have a good answer for. So let me give you the scenario. I think it was six days ago or so we were going on a double date with another couple. There's a pastor, another pastor and his wife. And I was feeling just so bad the whole day. And I really didn't want to go out just because I felt like, oh, it'd be so hard to put on that face. And I just what I just felt is it debilitating debilitating how do you say that word not sure so I I texted him like an hour before we were supposed to hang out and just said dude I'm so sorry I know the effort that it takes to get babysitters and all that stuff I said but I, I'm just so depressed right now and I don't think I would be good company but uh, so sorry, we can't hang out. And uh, obviously he was very gracious and understanding. But I thought to myself, you know, because I could have said, hey, man, we can't make it. Honestly, I think what really motivated me to be honest is because anything else would have sounded like an asshole move. Like, hey, sorry, man, uh, just lost track of time, can't hang out or else like a, you know, a bold-faced lie like hey my daughter's sick or something like that but then there's a part of me that thinks that we should really press the envelope with mental illness and talk about it in somewhat more practical means but here's the thing that nags me about that a little bit is I have met people that are constantly talking about things that happen bad to them or sicknesses or ailments or you know and it's and it's like a doom and gloom everything bad happens to me please give me attention and all that sort of thing and honestly I'm not trying to belittle those sorts of folks I think that they do that for a reason that is a little bit out of their control based on how they were raised and how they have interacted with life and things that have happened to them and all that. I get that. I get that. But I don't want to be that person. And do I come across like a woe is me by saying, hey, man, can't go. Out. I mean, because remember, it's a text. So in his ears, he might have heard it as, hey, man, I want to. So sorry for texting you this late, man, but I'm depressed. And oh, will you pray for me? And he probably he may have heard it like that. And I certainly wasn't saying it like that. But you get the point. So the question that I was asking myself is, do we just go full throttle like a bull being let out? And just tell people, hey, I'm depressed. Sorry. Sorry. If I'm acting a little bit different, I'm schizophrenic. And uh, yeah, just want you to know. Or can that be a little bit too much for people and mischaracterize us as just wanting attention? So I think I've talked about this before, or at least something along these lines. 
but it is a con- it is a reoccurring question that I have when I am struggling, and that's basically figuring out whether or not I can fight the depression. And here's my theory: I think that I always can, but I don't always know how. And so, where I have found myself before is thinking, okay, what brought me here? What triggers caused the downward spiral? Where do I go from here? What can I say to myself? What can I rethink? What can I unravel? And I just can't figure it out. Like, I just can't do it. So, I'll restate it. I think there's always an answer. I just don't think there's always a way of finding it. And so that is when I have found that I need to move on to plan B. I have read and researched a a, a decent amount on depression because I think it's kind of my responsibility given that I'm a father and a husband and someone that struggles along those lines. So I've done a little research and there are definitely some practices that are encouraged in the psychiatry, psychological field that has more to do with embracing how you feel, embracing your depression, treating it like a friend, not trying to get rid of it because the more you try, the harder it gets and all of that. Don't know how I feel about that just because I have found some success in battling it and seeing it go away. But I think that, so it was, it was yesterday actually, I was trying so hard to get out of it. It was a whole day my wife and I had together. I didn't want to ruin it. I did a decent job, but it was still somewhat of a bummer day. And I tried so hard and I tried so hard and I felt like, okay, it is time to move on to plan B, which is I just got to accept it for what it is. This is where I'm at mentally. It will pass and I will be okay, but there's just not a whole lot that I can do about this other than wait it out. Curious, curious what you guys think about that. I don't know, email me or maybe not because I get, you know, a lot of emails. It's a lot to lot to get through and all that. Just being honest, <laughs> just being honest. But no, yeah, I guess that's about it for this journal. And by the way, if I was writing this journal, I wouldn't do all that stuff at the end. Like, no, yeah, 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 peace. Oh my gosh. It's like everything is way heavier when I'm struggling with depression. So yesterday, (laughs) two very easy, really in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal sort of situation. I was confronted with two of them back to back, both of them having to do with parents, my parents and then my wife's parents. So we had a little weekend in Asheville, courtesy of my wife's parents, stayed in a little cabin with those guys. And we were planning on leaving Monday morning, but Sunday night, it was around eight o'clock and my wife and I just kind of felt like, man, we're done. I might as well get a head start. And I like driving in the night. I really like driving in the night. And I actually don't really like long, super long drives in the sunny daytime sun baking down on me. It's just not my thing. I like driving in the night. So we decided to pack up, jet, 
and I just couldn't help but to sound so pathetic. I couldn't help but being so sad for my in-laws because my sister-in-law and her boyfriend had left a few hours before us, and then we were leaving, and they were expecting for us to be there until the next morning, like have a have an evening together. Uh, so in my mind, I was like, I hate this. this and, and and thinking about the possibility of us hurting them, like just destroyed me. And it's the same sort of impulse that I have when I'm struggling in which uh, that causes me to really worry deeply about my kids and am I letting them down and they're going to get hurt in the future and I can't do anything about it. It's like the same sort of uh, origin that these feelings of of sadness for my in-laws uh, comes from. And so literally 45 minutes later, we're driving down the road and I had forgotten to tell my parents were watching my two daughters and I had forgotten to tell them that we weren't picking my daughters up on Sunday night. We were going to leave on Monday and even leaving on Sunday night. Obviously we weren't going to pick them up on Sunday night because we're going to get back into town at like midnight. And so they text us and they say, when are you picking up the girls? Basically meaning, hey, in the next hour, next two hours. And it about destroyed me. And here's the thing. It's like I know I am being destroyed by these very practical, normal uh, situations. But I still have a hard time kind of rising above that because I just so anyway it took me oh my gosh it took everything in me to call and apologize and say I'm so sorry I didn't communicate to you that we were staying until Monday and uh, honestly both sets of parents I don't think it was that big of a deal and here I am the next day with more soundness of mine and I don't care that we left early and I don't really care other than if we put my parents out a little bit that we dropped the kids off a little late but it's just a whole different world a whole different world when you're struggling with depression. It's like night and day. I can't explain it. If you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't been there, you don't. And that's why I'm trying to articulate this. I hope I've done a decent job. I uh, I noticed something this weekend that uh, this will be super heavy, and I'm almost a little bit hesitant to put this out, to be quite honest. I notice that when I am at a very, very dark place, that actual, and I don't, I don't even see this as like a mysterious thing as much as, huh, that's interesting. I think of different words and different visuals that I never think about regularly. Does that make sense? So when I am struggling, there's things that come to my head that do not normally come to my head. For example, driving in the car on the way back, I actually thought to myself, this day is so grim. And then I thought to myself, I never even think the word grim. The closest I think of the word grim is that big old pear-shaped character, Grimace. 
that hung out with Ronald McDonald and the McDonald's gang, Hamburglar and Grimace and Ronald McDonald. If you know what I'm talking about, you're a little old. But I don't, I don't ever say the word grim. But that word came to mind. It's like a different word to describe how I was feeling. And here's where it gets a little dark. I promise you. So, you know, won't be offended if anybody emails me and says, hey, man, you know, go get some help or I'm here for you or anything like that. Won't be offended. I'm just telling you it's not necessary because I was not contemplating suicide. and still not. I don't think I ever have, honestly. We may be splitting hairs a little bit because there has been a time where I really wanted to die, but I never had any sort of further thoughts of planning something like that. But when I was in this bad frame of mind, I definitely had like a visual of, 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 I don't think I can say it. Uh, well, put it this way. There are, there are thoughts of, uh, of, of suicide, but they're so distant. It's not like me thinking I'm going to do this. It's not even close to that. It's just like these visuals come to my head and I, I, I don't know why. I, I don't know if it's like a cultural conditioning and because so many people do that when they're at such a, a low level of emotional functionality that that's what they do. And so those thoughts come to mind, but it just really seems crazy that I'm not contemplating it. I'm not thinking it through, but those thoughts and those visuals that I just, honestly, I don't want to say, uh, are that they come to my mind. I guess maybe it's like another thing that I thought about is, is it this impulse of wanting so badly to get out of that that space in my head? Is that it? That I want out so badly and I know that the only way out is what we're talking about. And so that that's why those thoughts come to my head. I don't know. I really don't know, but I promise, promise for those of you that are listening that I uh, am okay. This is not a cry for help. Um, and like I said, today I am great and depression has not really been a huge issue for me uh, this year. So that's a great thing, but I figured I would uh, record a bunch of these since it was a uh, blast of a weekend. (laughs) All right. Peace out.